2: And here I am, Dave LaGreca, with our Masters of the Ring, Tommy Dreamer, Bully Ray, Mark Henry. And boy, do we have a great topic for the Busted Open Nation today. And the topic is fear. You know, we've seen a lot of gimmick matches. We've seen a lot of stipulation matches throughout the years in pro wrestling. But what I'm going to ask our Masters of the Ring in our Masters class today is, were you ever afraid going in? To a stipulation match. And of course we have Tommy Dreamer. Mark Henry. And Bully Ray. So Mark I'll start with you. Was there a stipulation match. That when you saw your name attached to it. You were like oh my god.
1: Dave. I did not want to see my name next to this match. This is crazy. But everybody knows. I'm afraid of heights. Spiders. Snakes. Scary movies. Oh my. Uh, okay. A lot of things. Needles. Like, I, I have a lot of phobias. That's, that's, I don't that's like scary knock. stuff, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Damn it. Drops. But I, I, I actually had to do it. And, you know, there was, there was ways around it. I, I talked about, you know, the, um, um, being in the ladder match and doing all everything I could to not have to climb. Like that was me grabbing the brass ring or me grabbing a briefcase or me. I, I didn't want to win that bad. (laughs) (laughs) And there was a point where I had to climb the ladder and fit Finley was going to come and hit me with a shillelagh and knock me off. But fit wanted to see how far that I would climb just to entertain himself. And at one point, I got to the third lap, third rung, and I said, "Hey, this is it." <laughs> he came and knocked me off. But like, you we have a good time doing what we do. We, we you, if you don't have a good time, you're gonna you're gonna be uh, bored as hell and self destructive. But the ultimate was. There was a time when I was, you know, uh, trying to take over uh, at the beginning of the Hall of Pain and I was climbing the cage. I had to climb and and stand on the top of the cage like, hey, my king of the world. And, you know, I beat up Batista and snatched a door off a cage and and threw him out and, uh, you know, kind of speared Big Show and started to climb. And I didn't think I could do it. Like I, I really didn't. And there was a point where, even in the, even in the rehearsal, um, I couldn't do it. And you can't ben do said, it in
3: rehearsal when you have that much fear. You can't do it in rehearsal.
1: I could not do it. And Vince said, "When the when the cameras start rolling, you'll you'll be able to you'll be able to go." And I was able to get up there. Granted, you know, it was how we were closing the show, but there was a dark match afterwards. It took me 13 minutes to get down. We we, we didn't, we didn't factor in the coming down part. I got up there, and when I finally did get the gorilla, I sat down, and I was just shaking. I couldn't talk. And I, I sat there and Vince came and, and, and sat next to me and put his arm on my shoulder. And he was like, you okay? And I looked at him like I wanted to fucking kill him is what I wanted to do. Because there's a certain point where we get, where we stop doing it for us and we start doing it for the crowd, but we also want to make the old man happy. We, we want to we show our peers, like I'm a team player. I mean, it it was what was good for business and bully and Tommy both have had that fucking talk before. Hey guys, I know you want to do this and you want to do something different, but this is what's good for business. Am I lying? Nope. Nope. And I took my ass up there. And when I came down, it was traumatic. And I sat there and, um, I was mad, but when I got in the car Um, I remember Teddy Long saying, hey man, I'm gonna drive tonight. And I was like, no, I got it. He was like, Mark, where's your bag? And I went, oh shit. He said, I I got it. I saw you put it down. He said, you can't drive. Your mind ain't right.
3: And you're not gonna kill me. (laughs) Your adrenaline was rushing so hard still. I could, yep. I couldn't think.
1: I might as well have been drunk. Yep. Or high. Like I was mentally, I, I left my fucking bag in the at the at the monitor on our way out. And Teddy saw it and was like, What are you doing? And I, I was walking to the car.
0: You think, up you, that been, dead. you think you'd be able to win the money in the bank? No. Because the ladder <laughs> is less sturdy. The ladder's less sturdy no. than the, the I, I don't even
1: know mm-hmm. what it would have took for me to like to get that hot. Like, bro, I my wife laughs today. Whenever we have to, we got 20-foot ceilings. And at one point. We thought we could do everything in that house. So we decided we were going to change the light bulbs. Well, I paid somebody $250 to change the light bulbs in the living room and in my office. And I said, well, let's we'll just get a ladder. We got the ladder for outdoors. Bring the outdoor ladder inside and we'll do it. And I couldn't do it. So I'm holding the ladder for her and just watching her go up I was like it was making me nervous watching her
3: you were getting anxiety yes bro it's 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 a real
1: thing
0: yep
2: Well, uh, thank you for sharing that one, Mark. I actually got anxiety as you were telling that story, so I could just imagine what you were going through. Tommy, how about you? Fear before a match, stipulation match.
0: My only fear I ever had, uh, and I've done a lot of crazy and stupid things, was actually the scaffold match that I had to do. Uh, I did have a fear of heights. It's weird. I had no problem getting up to, like, you know, different parts of – or I mean standing on the top of a steel cage and getting choke slammed uh to a table, um, or two tables, or going to the top of any building and getting thrown off of it. I always kind of knew I could control my fall, but for the scaffold match, like what Mark said was the climb. And uh I did have a fear of heights. We did start on the floor and Brian Lee, he went up first. And I remember like i didn't even go up there earlier in the day and sandman had built it and he's like it's sturdy i made it and he put like chains around the top of the building and i remember like climbing up there again we relied
3: on an alcoholic and a (laughs) drug addict to make the scaffold (laughs) it was fine
0: but even the scaffold going up it wasn't like a regular scaffold and i remember like one piece of the scaffold like broke as we were going up and I had to climb up this thing so but again like and I always say this like you know Tommy Dreamer will do anything for the fans and I just knew I had to get up there and once I got up there and Brian's like this thing's moving and it swayed left and right and uh back and forth and I'm looking at this and I'm like Well, if he goes off the back end of this, he's going to die because he's going to go to the floor. There's no way it's happening. And, you know, I also have told the story before of, go again, go back and watch us on Peacock. Uh, It's high incident is the match. Um, The first ever scaffold match with tables. um, And Brian rips off a piece of cord wire from the top of the building. He's choking me. Uh, That turned out to be the, all the electricity from the building. And he was shoot choking me with it. And like at the end of it, we don't know how we weren't electrocuted. The guy who ran the building told me that there's also a part where I walked out to the side and I got nut shotted. And when I hit, I start to go and I was really falling and really going to lose the match. And Brian grabbed me by my collar and he centered me. And then he punched me, but he saved me from falling or else I was legit losing that match because I was falling because I hit myself and just started to, to go. And when it was swaying, and if you, you watch the punches, I have to grab onto one of the chains because it was so unsteady. And every time I'm throwing these punches, it's picking up momentum. And there was only about two boards up there. And, you know, Brian and myself, I was probably like 245, 250. Brian was probably 275, 280. We're up there and it's moving And every punch. And he's just like, I'm like, dude, you got to go because we're moving away from his target because it's swaying. And when he went, you know, and then I went and I hit my pose. And I remember just like Mark said, shit, now I got to climb down. And when I climbed down the rickety station and and he was right, that platform that Sandman built was going to hold us. It wasn't steady, but the rickety scaffolding that they had us going up. And I remember when I stepped to the second to last one, the piece broke off again and I had to grab the thing. And then I just let go when I was back on the floor. But I mean, it was, it wasn't real scaffolding. I don't know what it was, but uh wasn't the safest place to be in that night in the ECW oh arena. Well, I also don't got... like uh, barbed wire matches um, because I know I'm going to get really cut up no matter how much I have shirts on or whatever. I just always knew um, when you go into a match like that, I'm going to get scarred for the rest of my life for the entertainment of the people.
3: Wow, barbed wire is is terrifying. That's why when you watch like Funk and Sabu in Born to Be Wired, or any of the death matches, or what I like to refer is the real death matches in Japan with Cactus and Funk and Onita. These guys are going into this barbed wire full tilt, and you know, much like fire, barbed wire has a mind of its own. You can only control it so much. So I understand that fear. Listening to the both of you talk about the fear of heights you know, Devon tremendously, uh, afraid of heights. And I remember when we were putting together the TLC matches and Devon was going to hang from the, you know, you know, from the, um, from the, from, you know, where the belts were hung him and Jeff Hardy, were going to hang there. And Devon did not want to do it at all. I mean, he was out of it. I remember him giving me the look kind of like the wife looks at the husband or the husband looks at the wife, you know, that moment. And he gave me that look like, fuck you, Bubba. I am not doing this. And I looked at him and I said, yes, you are because you're the last one you left, blah, blah, blah. And I remember we talked about practice and he said, no, I'm not practicing anything. He goes, I won't be able to practice it. He goes, and if I do practice it, I'm not gonna wanna do it. So I'll just do it when the time is right. And if you go back and watch Devon hang and take that bump at in TLC2. He takes a perfect back bump. I mean, it's amazing. I think the first time he fell, he may, he may have fell straight on his feet. But the second time he did it, he took a perfect back bump. Um, as, as far as a match that I had fear of, I mean, there is one match that absolutely terrified me. A match that I have not been involved in. A match that I hope to never be involved in. And uh, the type of match that just would give me so much anxiety. I don't think I'd be able to perform in it. And it's not some crazy match with barbed wire. It's not anything with a fear of heights. It's nothing with um, explosions or steel cages. It's a 60-minute Iron Man match. Um, Oh, shit. I don't think I could go 60 minutes I know how much I have in me on any given night I'm more of a I'm more of a sprinter than a long distance runner I know I got about a half an hour worth of fuel in my if it's a singles match tag match is a little different you know tag match yeah we could go an hour easy but in a singles match I got about a half an hour's worth of gas in the tank where I can go full tilt but then once I hit E it's over. I'm done. And I know I'm done. And then because I know I'm done and I'm physically blown up in my lungs, I'll blow up in my head. And once you're blown in your head, as much as you you guys know, uh, you're, you're finished. That's why I do have so much respect for the guys that can go 60 minutes. And I'm and I'm talking about especially the guys these days like the Omegas and the Ospreys and the Danielsons and the Hangman Page, those guys who can go a true 60 minutes at the same level at the end from where they started. Like the last five minutes, as much gas in the tank as the first five minutes. And the idea in those matches is to completely backload so you have as much gas in the tank for the last 15 minutes down the stretch. But in today's day and age in wrestling, I think that you've got to give them that action on the front or they get bored real quick. So, Thank God I never had to go 60 minutes uh in, in a in a match. I just don't think I could be the entertainer and the wrestler that I, I know I have been my entire career going, you know, a strong 30 minutes. To me, it's about quality, not quantity, but much yeah. respect to those guys who can who can go that 60 minutes. And Big the 60 respect. minutes. Yeah, absolutely. And the 60 minutes that Flair used to go every night is light years different than the 60 minutes that the guys of today are going. I'm not saying one is right and one is wrong, but Flair's pacing. Now, if I was in there with a Randy Orton or a Christian or workers like that, I probably would be at ease enough knowing that these guys would be able to call a match on the fly that would get me through the 60 minutes. So, yeah, i 60 funny. minute ironman match is what would scares me.
0: It's funny you said that uh somebody on social media had an older match and it was uh, an a 60 minute broadway and 38 minutes they were in a headlock. And i was just like, yeah, they wrestled for 22 minutes, you know. And it was, you know, lock up something, something, grab the head, and then they laid there, and they worked the headlock. It's still, it's a different style. It was a long time ago, but they actually timed how long the person had a, a, a laying headlock. Well, you know, hey
1: Tommy, bully! I I told Dave this story before. Um, in order to for Rip Rogers to respect you and say hey, you graduated, you had to go an hour in his class. And I remember getting to class and him going, hey, fat ass, get in the ring, it's your turn. You're going to Broadway tonight, today. And I was like, no, I'm not. And he was like, no, yes, you are. Rob Conway, fucking get in there with Henry. And I I was like, Rip, I'm I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to go out. He said, well, I mean, you know, if if that's what you want, you want to stay down here forever? you don't want them to bring you back, then I, I, hello, I'll get on the phone and give them a report for you. Like, get your ass in there. God damn, what do you, and you know, he just cussed me, cussed And finally, I got in there, man, at about 30 minutes, I felt like I was gonna die. I thought I was gonna have a heart attack. 40 minutes. I could not talk, I could not call anything. I was just a shell of a man, 100% relying on Rob Conway to. Pull my big ass all around. Three more minutes. I just laid there and said, "I'm done," and I couldn't finish. And I, I I hate that I couldn't finish because I had went that far. But like it was, there was some anxiety about that once I was in the ring. Uh, but I didn't have time. Like it ain't like he said, "Hey, tomorrow you're gonna do an hour Broadway." I wouldn't have came. I wouldn't have showed up. <laughs>
2: Well, guys, thank you for sharing all those stories. Of course, the topic, fear, fear of a stipulation. Could you do it? Could you get through it? And I think that our masters of the ring, Tommy, Bully, and Mark had some amazing stories. Please give us your feedback. Tell us what you think. Uh, go to at Busted Open Radio on Twitter. Go to at Busted Open SXM on Instagram. And also give us some ideas and topics that you might want to hear right here on the master's class. And don't forget, please subscribe to the Busted Open podcast. You get exclusive content like this master's class that you can't get anywhere else. So for myself, Tommy, Bully, and Mark, thanks for listening. And we'll talk to you next time right here on the Busted Open podcast. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream the podcast. Catch the full three hours of Busted Open Monday through Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern on SiriusXM Nation channel 156. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash Open Trial to start your free trial today.
1: What kind of fun is waiting for you at Kings Island? The holy cow, we're way too high and here comes the drop kind of fun. The make-a-splash-all-summer kind of fun. The I-can't-believe-I-ate-that-whole-funnel-cake-let's-get-another kind of fun. But most importantly, at Kings
0: Island, you'll find, for the fun of it, kind of fun. Don't wait to start your fun this season. Kings Island is now open weekends. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards.